Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. The Bridge that should happen during your visit. I am ashamed and I ask your forgiveness. Emmanuel, it's of no importance, really. I wish you wouldn't carry on so. No importance. When a friend of mine, a woman of nobility, is left to dress herself by herself with no assistance... It couldn't be helped. The girl had to go home to look after her father. It was an emergency. Her father? (laughs) You don't believe that, do you? I don't believe she has a father, not that one. Yes, she has, your grace. She has a father, and he's not very well. Hold your tongue, Wanna. When I want to know something from you, I'll ask. Yes, Your Grace. I wanted your visit to be quite perfect, and that wretched girl spoiled it. Never mind, I'll get you a better maid. The convent must have someone they can spare for a couple of days. We'll be there in a few moments. Dearest Emanuela, don't distress yourself. My visit has been quite perfect, and will continue to be, I know. Even if the convent has no one, Juana will help me when I need her, won't you, Juana? With pleasure, Your Grace. You'll have such a bad opinion of Sevilla. You'll think we live like peasants. Oh, hardly that, Emanuela. A party every night, dancing, gaming, the beautiful procession. You won't find it that gay when you come to Bajados. It's not likely that I'll ever get to Bajados. My husband quite probably will forbid me. Exaggerate everything, Emanuela. Your husband adores you. I'd be afraid to cross the river. In God's name, why? The devil is at the bottom. He lives at the bottom of rivers. Emanuela, what nonsense. 
Your palace is on the Guadalquivir. You see it every day. Why, we can see it from here. You mean you've never crossed it? Once. We spent the summer in Palos. I looked down and saw him. You must have been in a morbid state, Emmanuel. I went to Mass three times a day after I'd seen him. I mean, I stayed for the whole Mass and hardly touched a glass of wine all summer. Look, here comes a friar, a Franciscan. Yes, for two. Good morning, ladies. Oh, good morning, good morning Father. Father. They're so cheerful, the Franciscans. Peter of Alcantara, I've heard you... You know him? Peter of Alcantara? Oh, no, of course I don't know him. He hardly speaks to anyone. He hardly even looks at anyone. Well, that doesn't sound very cheerful. Oh, but I've heard that he is. If one ever comes to know him... I doubt that I'll ever get to know him, so I'll have to take your word. Ah, there's the convent. Juana, you have the gift? Yes, Your Grace. Wait in the carriage with them, Juana, while the Duchess and I talk to the Reverend Mother. When we've concluded our bargain, I'll send for you and you will bring them in and present them properly. Yes, you can. My friend, the Duchess here, we are old, old friends, is wintering with me in Sevilla, Reverend Mother. Her husband is fighting in Peru. Of course, she is desolate. I must make her stay with me as pleasant as possible. You do understand, don't you? I think I do, Your Grace. And with no one to attend her, well, what can one expect? What do you expect of me, Your Grace? If you would give me one of your nuns. Give you one of my nuns? Is that what you said? I meant only that if you lend, would... Lend would be a better word, Reverend Mother. Naturally, we did not think, we did not presume to think that... You want me to lend you a nun? To do what? To be a servant? Reverend Mother. My nuns are in the service of God, Your Grace. Yes, 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 I know that, Reverend Mother, but it would be an act of charity. You do not look to me as though you needed charity, neither of you. But we do. At least, well, just for a few months. Reverend Mother, we've had all the wrong things. I can see that. Yes, you have. But let me start afresh, Emanuela, may I? Say what you've come for. Perhaps that would be best. A young girl admitted us at the gate to the convent. She wasn't clothed in a habit. Uh, she was about 16, I would say. Very sweet and very willing. Oh, that would be Sister Isabel. She's at the door today. She didn't appear to be a nun. Sister Isabel is a tertiary sister. She's not in vows. It would be so convenient for us, for me, if she could come back with us for just a month or two. Her duties would not be heavy. They are here, but she does not complain. She'll be well fed. Still, she doesn't complain. Reverend Mother, as long as she's not in vows, if you could find it in your heart to oblige me this once. I've uh, brought you some things for the convent. They're in the carriage. Let me have them brought in. Let me show you all. There is no need for that. There's an altar cloth, all in silver and gold. Ours are linen, and they suffice. But you haven't an embroidered cross, have you, Reverend Mother? A cross almost as tall as yourself, and embroidered all over. 
all over in black silk and white satin. If I should see it, Signora Dona Emanuela, I should envy it, I'm sure. So let it remain in your carriage. Oh, Reverend Mother, what am I to do? Is it money I can give you? Reverend Mother, there are a dozen partridges in the carriage. Partridges? And some fish. Just caught this morning. Fish? Some vegetables and some bread. Oh, Signors, I think I am allowing you to bribe me. Oh, no, Reverend Mother. We have grapes, too, and apples and pears. You... Yes, you are bribing me. We could send some eggs tomorrow. Eggs? Every day. Senoras, I have four nuns in the infirmary who have not tasted eggs in eight months, who have not eaten a morsel of fish in four years, who have not known the taste of a pear since last summer. I speak only of the nuns who are ill. They need food. The others, the ones who are not ill have fasted more than is called for by our rule, far more. There is one loaf of bread for our evening meal and four sardines, and that, Signoras, is all, all. Oh, Reverend Mother. I know what will happen. We all know what will happen. Each sister in turn will say she's not hungry, that the bread she had with her coffee this morning was really too much. In this way, each will try to force the bread and the four sardines on the other. Well, I cannot have it, senores. I cannot have my daughters falling ill before my very eyes when there are eggs and partridges and... <laughs> I'll have the food brought in, Reverend Mother. But no altar cloth, no embroidered cross, none of that. No, Reverend Mother. And the girl... Sister Isabella, she must go of her own free will. I shall not order her to go, simply because her sisters are hungry. We understand, Reverend Mother. I shall tell her that you have asked for her services for a month or so, and that she's free to go if she chooses. We understand, Reverend Mother. I hope she'll choose to go. She's hungry, too. Until the party is over. When will the party be over? <sighs> Who knows? I ate too much. All that food made me sleepy. Oh, I wish I could go to bed now. What time did you go to bed at the convent? Oh, after Lords and Martins. Then we got up before daylight to listen to the Divine Office. That doesn't sound like very much sleep. No, but... We didn't eat so much either. Well, you won't eat so much every night here either. There isn't a party every night. Oh, oh, oh I'm so tired. Won't they ever go home? Now you have me doing. Oh, they'll have to go sometime, I guess. But then... You'll have to help her undress 
And bring her her nightgown and her slippers and... Her shoes are made of satin. Did you know that? All of Signora Donna Emanuele's shoes are of satin. And one of the Duke's ears is pierced. I never saw that before. Both are pierced. <laughs> it just happens that tonight he is only wearing one earring. Oh. oh, I wish the party would end, though. Warner, where do I sleep? Outside her door, of course. In case she needs you. On the floor? Is that so terrible? Where did you sleep at the convent? Oh, never on the floor. We had two planks, at least. Oh, about a foot off the floor. And we put our sack on that. What's that? Our sack of straw, of course. Oh. Well, you won't sleep on straw here. Don't worry. The Duke must be very rich. And the Duchess very generous. Richer than we'll ever be. She can afford to be generous. Aren't you glad now you left the convent? Yes, I'm glad. It's good, isn't it, to have a warm bed and all that food? Only I... Only what? I wish the party would stop. I want to pray and go to sleep. been one party after another, week after week. Why don't they go home? Calm yourself, Isabel. It's the last party of the season. Is that all they do? All the time? Laugh and drink and pretend they love one another? That's about all. I spent all day sewing the hoops into her farthingale for tonight. All day. Why, at the convent, we'd be ashamed. Well, you're not at the convent now. I know. I know. It took almost an hour to choose what ring she'd wear. (laughs) I want to go back to the convent. Where everyone dresses almost the same. (laughs) I want to see Reverend Mother in her brown robe and her white scapular over her shoulders and her hands folded beneath it. And the priest who comes to hear our confessions in his white cape and his his big, broad, round hat. (laughs) Oh, I want to go back there with... Where the bell rings to remind us of our devotions to God. Where, where we share our bread and, and our lives and live peaceably with one another. I hush. want to go back there. Hush, hush now. <laughs> They'll hear you. Oh, they couldn't hear me. They're too busy gossiping and, and telling scandalous tales about one another. And showing off their false hair and their jewels and their lace handkerchiefs and their commanders. 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 You really don't like it here, do you, Isabel? Well, there's no peace. 
no peace at all. Everything is noise and flurry and excitement and 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 showing off. No one is ever quiet. No one ever stops to think. Think about what? About God. Is that what you do at the convent? Think about God? Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Do, do you think we think about God only when we pray or sing? Oh, it's not just in the choir, you know. It, it's not all praying and psalms. God is in the scullery, in the corridors, in the cells. He's everywhere, and we think about him, all of us. It sounds beautiful. It is beautiful. You can go back if you like. When? I heard the Duchess say that her distinguished guest is going back to Bahadas tomorrow, so she won't need you. You can go back to the convent tomorrow if you want to. Decently. It was agreed, Your Grace, that when the Duchess returned home, I was to be allowed to go back to the convent. That's true, you know, Emanuela. But why should you want to? It's not as though you had a real vocation. I feel I have a vocation, Your Grace, and it wasn't. Oh, agreed. all right, all right. Let's not talk about it anymore. It upsets me. I'm losing my dearest friend and the best servant I've ever had. Both at once. It's too much. I don't want to talk about it. Now, Emanuela, you're not losing a friend. You'll come to Bajaros next month. We'll have parties just for you. That is, if you can bear to cross the Guadalquivir. Well, this moment, I feel as if I'd go through hell itself to get away from here. Why don't we all go to Paris? To Paris? Oh, Emmanuel, I have to go home. After we've left Isabel at the convent, I must start for home. I can't go to Paris. Then Cadiz. We'll go to Cadiz. Antonio, cross the river at the bridge up ahead. Juana, you'll go back to the palace and tell them to send my clothes. I'll stay with the... Oh, let me see. With whom shall I stay? Where would it be the most gay? Your Grace, I must tell you something. Oh, later, Juana. Remember to pack my new gold fan. Isabel, you won't mind walking to the convent, will you? No, Your Grace, Well, but... you're being so impulsive. I know, I know I am. But I must go somewhere or I'll go mad. Juana, tell them to pack up plenty of my new rubs, the little ones. Your Grace. Ah, here's the bridge. Uh, stop here for a moment, Antonio. Goodbye, Isabel. You've been a charming attendant, and I thank you. You're very kind, Your Grace. Hop out now. You can find your way to the convent. Oh, yes. Uh, wait, Juana. I have some more instructions for you. That's what I wanted to tell you, Grace. I hope you won't be offended. But it can't be helped, even if you are. I've decided to go with Isabel. Go with Isabel? Go where with Isabel? To the convent. Well, surely she can go by herself. It's still daylight, and it's not far from here. If you don't want her to go alone, Juana, there's a Franciscan coming up the road. He'll walk with her. No, Your Grace, it's not that. I mean to stay at the convent. Stay there? Stay there for how long? Forever, perhaps. Forever? Are you out of your mind? 
Isabel says there is quietness and thoughtfulness there and the love of God and peace. I forbid you. Do you understand me? I forbid you. When I've entered the convent, I will be under their orders, Your Grace, not yours. Get out of this carriage. At once. Get out. Yes, Your Grace. Manuela, don't be so hard on the girl. Antonio, give me your whip. Manuela. Your Grace. Ah. Get away from here. Unspeakable, ungrateful, miserable, peasant wench. I never want to see you. Manuel, stop it. Give me that whip. Antonio, drive on. Across the bridge? Yes, anywhere. Across the bridge, anywhere. Gideon. It's all right. She didn't really hurt you. How could she? When I only wanted... Praise be to God, senorita. Praise him always, Father. Are you weeping, senorita? She beat me. Who beat you? The lady in the carriage there on the bridge. Oh! What? Oh! Holy Father! Hurry! embankment. They must have been thrown clear. Are they all right? Pray, senorita, stay here on the bank and pray while I do my best to help them. If you had known her, Father Bernard, as she was, as I knew her... I wish I had known her, Reverend Brother. There must have been good there all the time. You mean the Franciscans might have discovered it where I did not? Now, now, Reverend Mother, you know that is not at all what I mean. Proud, imperious, demanding, thinking only of herself, given only to frivolity and dissipation... To think that she was responsible for all this, all this beauty, all this repose, this lovely cloister, the chapel, everything. It seems like a miracle. She had fainted, you know, when the accident at the bridge happened. And when she revived, the first words she spoke were, I want to found a Franciscan convent. But you know, Father, how often those promises are made when one has come close to death. And how seldom they are kept. Oh, yes, indeed, I know, Reverend Mother. Oh, there she comes. Here comes Mother Emanuela. Mother Emanuela? Well, didn't you know? The nuns elected her prioress last week. Reverend Mother, how good of you to visit us. I'm so happy to see you, my dear, and to see you in this lovely place. It is lovely, isn't it? It grows lovelier every day. Don't you think so, Father Bernard? Oh, I do, I do indeed, Mother. I watched it being built. I watched it when our first nuns moved in. But that was when I was watching it from the outside. Then when my husband died and I moved inside. Oh, that was when it seemed its loveliest. 
And now to know that I can stay forever. You understand, Mother, what joy that brings. To tend young souls and watch them flower. To see them bloom. As my soul has bloomed and flowered since that day. Since that day when but for a miracle it would have withered and died. Such happiness is rare, Reverend Mother. Such happiness I do not deserve. God has been so incredibly good to me. Dear Mother Emanuela. We are old friends. We do not need to pretend with each other. Both of us know what I was before the day the bridge broke and the devil laughed up at me from the water. No, no, Reverend Mother. Or what I thought was the devil. What does it matter? Whatever it was I saw turned me first to you, Father Bernard, and to your outstretched hand. And from there, it was only one short step to the arms of God. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.